Hello folks, I am Vincent and this is Nerd One, and today we're talking about Marvel's What If. So sit down, buckle up, we're gonna nerd out. So, just up front, uh, possible spoilers. I'm not sure how deep I'm going to get into this, but spoilers, spoiler, spoiler alert. So, Marvel's What If has premiered on Disney+. Plus. Uh, they are doing the week-by-week standard process. Like they've done most everything else they've done. The first episode was the uh, Agent Carter slash Captain Carter episode. Uh, first thing I noticed about this episode was the animation was good. It seemed on point. Um, it wasn't, you know, too goofy. You try to go like a little more CGI realistic, but it was still, you know, a cartoon kind of format. Uh, one thing I felt about it was that it felt a little rushed. Um, it was, I mean, I understand they were doing, you know, the Cat America First Avenger redo you know, in a span of like things like things like thirty-five minutes or so, but it just felt everything was just really pushed along really fast. I felt the pacing could have been better on it, and you no, know, not only did they, you know, get parts of, well, all, almost all of uh, Captain America: First Adventure in there, but they brought in elements of the First Avengers movie. There are pieces of Winter Soldier in there, and also a piece of Wonder Woman there as well if you've seen the episode uh, you may notice this as well where you know Captain Carter you know deflects a mortar from a tank with her shield that was totally Wonder Woman not the 1984 one you know the good Wonder Woman movie um, it was an interesting take on Steve Rogers kind of why he didn't take the serum um and how, in the end, uh, Howard Starks actually, you know, makes him into technically the first Iron Man once they got their hands on the Tesseract. But I love how they got the uh, most of the original voice cast back. Uh, they got Haley Atwell to do, uh, you know, Sharon Carter again. They got Dominic Cooper to play Stark again. Uh, apparently, they couldn't get Chris Evans to, to do um, Steve Rogers again. And for me, at least, maybe it wasn't for everyone. Every time, um, you know, Steve Rogers was talking on screen, it just threw me off. It kind of pulled me out a little bit just because, I mean, it was, it's been Chris Evans for, what, 10, 11 years as Captain America. His voice is iconic with that role. And I don't know, it just, it felt off every time. You know, they're talking. And it seemed like every time that, you know, uh, Peggy was talking with, I think I called her Sharon earlier. Every time Peggy was talking with Steve, um, why always were they talking about dancing? Granted, in the, you know, Captain America First Adventure, I mean, yeah, they mentioned it. But I think I counted at least five or six times that they mentioned, you know, 
dancing, dancing shoes, dancing partners, like, I don't know, and it all kind of felt like more of a really rushed love story, is what it felt like, I understand, you know, limited time, they gotta get through as fast as they can, they gotta make the bottom feel there, but it just felt like it was not what it should have been. Um, one upside, though, was that Jeffrey Wright was perfect as the voice of the Watcher. I mean, he has that kind of smooth voice that goes with, you know, it goes with it as an ominous kind of voice. So it worked out very, very well for me. Um, one thing about this episode was the interesting, one interesting part was, was the ending. Um, for me, Red Skull died a little too easily in it. I mean, granted, throughout the most of the episode, he was his, you know, evil driving force, which is good and fine, you know, fairly close to the movie. But in the end, he just kind of gets bitch slapped and crushed to death. And just really had that feeling of like, is he really dead? Yeah. Wow. That, that was suck. That sucked. That was kind of quick. Um, basically, he summons an international being, which people are theorizing, rumoring that it's Shuma Gorath, uh, who's an international being that basically just devours everything comes across. It can change its size and mass, all that. Um, technically, he's a, a Doctor Strange villain. And fun fact. Doctor Strange had to defeat him to become Sorcerer Supreme in the comics. So now you know. Um, but Peggy, you know, battles, you know, Shumagorath, forces it back into, you know, the portal that Red Skull had opened up to bring, bring it forth. And she eventually pushes it all the way back in, you know, to the portal, eventually, you know, going to the portal herself. And very much like uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, and this this episode, it ends with, you know, the Captain America or, you know, Cap Captain Carter uh, coming back, you know, to modern day. Um, you know, Peggy asks, you know, where's Steve? And as she's standing, standing before both uh, Nick Fury and Hawkeye, Fury tells her, like, the war ended over seven years ago. And I'm guessing, you know, Steve didn't survive. Hopefully he had, he had a good long life. You know, kind of do with the reverse of what, you know, Peggy did. Well, kind of, I guess he kind of probably would have done what Peggy did. You know, moved on as best as possible, got married, had kids. Been the best little Steve Rogers he could have been. Um... My overall thoughts on this, though, is that the episode just didn't really kick out of the park like I thought it would. Um, there were definitely goofy aspects to it. Um, I thought it'd be more of a kind of serious tone, but being a cartoon, I guess we can kind of play both sides of the field there. And Marvel hasn't really had the best track record with their, you know, animated division. I mean, the cartoons they've had in the past have been fine. Their anime movies haven't always been that great. So, 
maybe next week when they premiere the next episode that it'll be something bigger, better, greater. Um, doesn't really feel like they're building upon this. I wonder if these are just all individual episodes. And they very well could be. It could be that each one's his own individual, you know, episode's own thing. But who knows? Maybe this will culminate into something. Because I believe, I could be wrong, uh, that Kevin Feige said that technically all these stories are canon in their own universe. Which would be cool. Kind of cool. Kind of weird, but kind of cool. But, you know, if you watched the episode, let me know what you thought. Um, like you said, for me it was good, not great, but, you know, probably will rewatch it for any kind of Easter eggs I may have missed. But folks, that's all I got for this time. So once again, I am Vincent, this is Nerd1. Come find us on social media, we're still doing Twitter at Nerd15. We are on Instagram at Nerd1Podcast. Our website is podpage.com forward slash Nerd1. But until next time, stay safe out there, wash your hands, stay clean, And we'll talk to you soon and have a great day out there and nerd out.